want a good crepe, go to uh, Cafe Moulin. Really? That place is amazing. It's a crepery. I've never been. It's amazing. And they have really good Nutella hot chocolate. I, it's so good. Okay, I'm, I'm intrigued. I, I will go there <laughs> with you. you had my attention. Yes. <laughs> if, if you want, I will go there with you. I still want to pitch my idea to Starbucks and have them start carrying peanut butter for peanut butter frappuccinos. Oh, yeah, but... Nowhere does peanut butter frappuccinos. Yeah, but they, like have to, they have drinks. to list their calories, don't they? And yeah, so That much. instantly becomes like a bajillion. All yeah, of I don't them. know if you noticed, but their frappuccinos are already a bajillion to begin with. Yeah, And no one that's cares. Fair. Good point. Nobody cares. That's they could have 91 calories in them. I got a peanut butter uh, shake from... I got it that time. Yeah. I got one. Yeah, that's I got the, it. That's yeah. the number no, yeah. of the episode, Yeah, everybody. Yeah. Can't pull one past me. I did it. I, I got a peanut butter shake from Five Guys. Yes, two day, three, a few days ago. <laughs> I was like, some days some ago. Some number of days ago, and it was yummy. So what I would use, used to do is I would go to Dairy Queen, because Dairy Queen started doing their Frappuccino type things. They call them like Moochinos, because they can't call them Frappuccinos because it's copyrighted. Okay. So they're Moochinos. But they also have milkshakes and, like, all that stuff because they're a Dairy Queen. So I would have them make specialty a peanut butter moochino, and uh, it was delicious. Ha, ha, okay, good. That's that's a, that's, the, that's my story. That was legitimately all of your story right there. Right mm. there was my story. Mm. The time I longed for a moochino. Are you sticking to it? That's my story. I'm sticking to it. That's terrible. Yep. Okay. Moving Do you on. expect anything else from me? Nope, nope, nope. Not, not even a really. little. Hey, Josh, you're in person. Yeah, I know. I, do I sound a lot better right now? I, I would I would think so. People of the interwebs. We, we got I was gonna say, another mic. How did the sound end up sounding? I listened to fine. part of the podcast because yeah. I was curious about that, and it sounded decent. So I was decent like, okay. Enough. You could definitely yeah. tell that he was oh, yeah. like not there. Calling in. Well, but... the, I sounded different, and you could tell the way we interacted because like, mm-hmm. we were yeah. able to really talk to each other as well, so it was kind of like longer pauses. and mm-hmm. Yeah. Those things where you can't see the other person yeah. kind of makes it tough. No visual cues when you're allowed to start talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, I... Sorry. I was going to say, I think I think Rob and I shared like... A few glances, we're like, he's still talking. He's still talking. Hey, I can't see you. I don't know. I'm rambling. Yeah, if we're like, we'll just let him go. It's fine. There's no stopping him. Can't stop me now. (laughs) So now that I don't like you guys singing, but can we talk about something else now? What's going on on first, by the way? uh, Oh, my screwdrivers came today, so I started taking apart an N64 controller to put a new joystick in it. Is it like one of the su- special screwdriver sets that have like all like the smaller ones? It's just ones? precision screwdrivers, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, like, they're magnetic, which is really nice. I uh, do magnetic like magnetic screwdrivers. But I need to like get a pot of water and just like soak all the plastic components in like soap water to just like get the gunk and dirt. It's like 12 plus years of... Grind. Okay, so this isn't like new screwdrivers oh. that you got. You got oh, no, 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 no. The, 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 the N64. controller. Oh, I'm so I, confused. I, I pulled got apart it, the N64 got controller. Got it now. I understand. It's, We're on the it's, same page. It's in component yes. pieces, and I need to take like all of the plastic and just like. It's like, why are your screwdrivers so Basically, dirty? <laughs> give it an acid bath if this were sheet metal. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. That's cool. Um, it's all grainy. But it's like a GameCube style controller instead of an N64 one. I, mm. I tested it, I plugged it into the input, uh, turned on the N64. It actually works. Good. So I'm optimistic i didn't break anything so far yet. um yet i uh, well that was what i was worried about i had to pull 
like the joystick input out of its little pins. Mm-hmm. And I was, you have to pull pretty hard. So I was really worried that I was going like, to don't break, don't break, don't snap break. a wire or bend a pin. But that's why yeah. I used the like the less favored controller first. <laughs> I'd be like, well, you, if, you used the player two. Yeah, controller. it's like if, if I screw up, at least it was the uh, the not favorite child. Yeah. It was the spare. I, we all had the controller that we would always yeah. give to the friends who came over to play. The well, there's the player, like, two. player yeah. two. controller. the thing yeah. is, neither of them were that bad. We had the, the uh, ice blue controller and the green controller. And it was usually a Mad Cats controller that yeah, had like, always extra Mad buttons. That it's, you're like, what no the one hell used. is that? It's like, a why turbo? are there turbo buttons for everything? Like, yeah. No one uses these buttons. Nope. Uh, turbo is dumb. But... Yeah, no, I'm I'm optimistic. It should be nice. I'll get to start, you know, playing Banjo Kazooie more and enjoying it a bit more than with the kind of derby controllers. That's cool. Yeah, it'll tighten it up the joystick a little bit, so uh, it'll be like all wibbly well, wobbly. It's it'll be it'll actually loosen up the controller, and it has like because you know how a joystick a, a GameCube controller joystick like isn't as stiff. Which um, which one are you talking about? Like which button, the gray one or the yellow one? The gray one. Or the, the the gray joystick. The not gray. The okay. Yeah. Gotcha. But basically, the the difference is that like the ball that it sits on, mm-hmm. um, and the length of the arm is different, so it's more smooth uh, action. Yeah, um, there, there was a lot more dead zone. I felt in an N sixty four controller. Yeah, and it was just like yeah, yeah especially with the older ones, um, and it'll just be easier to move because there isn't as much crap in the joint. Yeah. Um, that was something that they suffered from. I'm getting that mixed up with the GameCube. That's why. Mm. I, I understand now. I'm on yeah. the same page. You're on the same page? It's also yeah. got a different style of notches, I think. Yeah. Um, N64 has, like, really deep, uh, like, yes. cardinal direction notches, where a GameCube, it still has them, but it's not as pronounced. I know somebody, I can't remember who it was that I was watching, took the cardinal notches that are in a GameCube mm-hmm. uh, one, and they actually made more. So, like, they split yeah. those even further. The, hmm. you, you could do that if you really needed super precise directional control, and that might be something useful for, like, like in Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask, you do stuff, like, called ESS, which is, like, basically you have to hold You can't it. get too precise with that, because no. what happens is if you get too many of those you notches, well, it, becomes it just a becomes a circle, and yeah. then you have and, less precision. And you, and you have come to define a circle, which is da, 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 da. the set of all points equidistant from a given point. How many polygons does this controller have? Yes. <laughs> now I'm just thinking of calculus and I'm sad. That was just geometry. Well, no, because that's also how you do integrals. Oh, good point. You just yeah, make infinite finer and finer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Damn it. Ha Math! We just mathed the entire podcast. Did you guys hear about uh, Tyson and the rapper named Bob? No. Mm. Oh, yes. It's ridiculous. So this rapper who hasn't been relevant in a long time uh, decided on Twitter to start talking about all these conspiracy theories, one of them including why the Earth isn't actually round. It's a big conspiracy. Somebody did, uh, like, not a fan art, but, like, uh, you know, basically flat Earth. It looked really, really cool. It wasn't Discworld, so it wasn't like that. But it was still like a sort of a floating island in space. So this guy believes himself, and he's he's completely off his rocker. Yeah, and And he's like Tyson did was he released a rap telling him why he was wrong. What happened first was this rapper released some diss on him. So they got they got in on like on Twitter like he was going back and forth with him. Like, no, that's that's actually your math is wrong. Because the guy was Bob was trying to say that from where a certain place in New York 
if it was curved earth, you wouldn't be able to see the skyscrapers. But he had his math completely wrong. <laughs> it's like, right. no, the buildings are tall enough where you would still see them, even though the ground's over here. And you're not even doing the right curvature of the earth. It would have to be <laughs> farther back. And, mm. yeah, so, you know, no aggressive talks. And just telling him how it is. He goes, but... I still think, or even if we disagree, you can still make great music. You know, pretty much he tried yeah. to end it amicably. You know, I, I, try to be I nice. like that. Yeah, it's not. It but is. then the rapper got all pissed off and made a yeah. rap, and it was like flat Earth rap or something like that. And mm-hmm. and in it, he's also like talking about other conspiracy theory theories, like this one oh, guy maybe. who's a Holocaust denier. He brings him up and how he's all right. I was like, what? what? Maybe that's why there was another post on Reddit that was like, most conspiracy theories are actually wrong because generally. If a conspiracy happened, someone would have messed up and it would have gotten out. Like, the the, like, the incompetence uh, rule. Yeah, exactly. Especially the when it comes to government. There you go. That's the right. incompetence rule is pretty prevalent. I mean, to a greater extent when it's a huge conspiracy like the moon mm-hmm. landing or something like that. But yeah, I just thought that was hilarious. I, I, I like watching that a lot. them go back and forth and reading about it and hearing his rap and it was just like, this is ridiculous. So this I got to watch uh, Laser Team. I haven't watched oh, it because right, that arrived. I have. It came in my inbox. Like it says, "Hey, you can watch yeah, it." Yeah, you watch like, the digital oh. copy. I was like, oh, I don't have time right now. Crap. I watched it last night. Okay, what you it think? was fun. Is it fun? It's it's it's. Oh, and then your physical copy. Okay. Came yes. Oh, question. Got it. Does yes. it feel like a Rooster Teeth short or does it feel like a movie? Or somewhere in between. It's a long Rooster Teeth short. But the production quality and everything like that so feels... The it's the a shorter. little bit higher, yeah. But it still has the same actors, so the acting might not be on par. Is right. It? They did get some, quote-unquote, legit yeah. actors. Actors. Um, the, there is a little bit of explanation of why all of a sudden Gavin's character starts talking with a British accent, which... He, does he lose the British accent, or...? He starts as a hillbilly. I knew. I, like, I saw the previews where he was a hillbilly. I thought he was just going to talk, well, talk like that the whole time. Uh, it, spoilers, no. Okay. Does he, he's <laughs> the one with the helmet the on, right? Yeah. I'm sure it has something to do with his helmet. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. It's it's still a lot of fun. It is feel-goody stuff. It, how far on the, the raunch level is it? Like, Does it feel like it's just kind of like Beavis and Butthead humor, or does it feel like it goes... No, no, no. It's above that. Okay. It's above, it's above Beavis. Because sometimes the Rooster Teeth shorts can be like on a, you know, yeah, they, a scale. They're going sometimes for... they're very, very just, you know... Dick and fart jokes, and sometimes they're, they're, they're going higher. for the easy joke. Yeah. As a, uh, to give you a, a little bit of a clue, and this isn't spoiling anything because the shirt is out there. Okay. Um, the town that this all takes place in is Milford. Milf. Okay. And Gavin's shirt has O R D kind of scratched out. Yeah, Milf. Got right. it. Right. Exactly. Okay. It, it, it's it's rooster teeth. As long as it. Is it only those jokes? I don't care. No, like it's if, not that, just those those, jokes. if it's peppered with those jokes, yeah, you know, slightly spiced with those type of dick and fart jokes, I'm fine with it. Right. My problem is when the whole movie is nothing but a giant dick and fart joke. I would say it's closer to their uh, what was it? It was kind of like um, Game of Thrones that they did, um, but it was all about. Uh, it was like a corporate setting, except they were building oh, like swords yes. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, okay. Yeah, the 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 series of shorts that they had where it was like a corporation, but they were also yes. like D and D incorporated to it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It. Okay. Where, where it was like a okay. medieval corporation making swords and but it still had espionage. like corporate espionage and like you know yeah. coffee. Makers. It felt like that kind of production okay. level. Office office space mixed with D and D. Right. Okay. That level of humor. All right. I mean, 
do you think this is a successful endeavor? I think so for them. Yes. I, I don't, I don't think that I would qualify it as a amazing, oh my God, you have to see this movie. Okay. But if you're a fan of Rooster Teeth and you want to see something that they have done that is in a longer form, mm-hmm. it's great. Okay. You'll have a great time with it. You'll enjoy it. Um, and they did a good job with it. Video okay. Game High School compared I to I like this. Video Game High School more. Okay. Acting. Uh, Video Game High School is better. Okay. Well, now I know where my expectations should be. Okay. Yeah, cool. it, I but also video game high school had um, the majority of people were like legit actors. Well, mm. then they had it's a long form instead of short form. I mean, they have mm. seasons upon seasons, so there's hours upon hours of correct of and more time for to, it to develop as exactly. its own so, thing. You always got to keep that in mind. But I was just thinking in general as far as the production quality and the feel and the mm-hmm. you know the, the 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 polish. I do not regret backing it. It was cool. fun. Yeah, I back it. As, as long as you don't regret it, as you know, as long as it's yeah, still it a good was, thing for you, that's a victory. It was a fun investment. Hmm? I don't remember if I got the physical copy. You would have gotten it like today. Oh, okay, I should have gotten it like today. Okay. Cool. All right, but no, I must have just did the digital. They would have. You would have gotten an email saying, "Hey, this is shipping." I think we're not surprised that you went digital. No, I think I remember we had this conversation on the podcast. I was like, you know what? I don't need the physical. Yeah, I just I like having it just because it's something I. Uh, yeah, like holding on to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I understand that. It's something that's fun. Um, let's go ahead and jump into topics. And to catch you both off guard, who am I going to go with? Who? Who? I don't know. Who? We didn't talk about this. Josh, I don't know go. if it's okay. off guard it's because Josh. like we're not expecting anything. But that's if you is like that the definition that, of off. Guard? Well, no, because yeah. of like if if you'd said okay, Josh is going to go first, and then you went with me, that would be like off guard. Mm-hmm. But like we were ready. Like I like to think that we were ready for either one. Uh, okay. Well, at least I was. Maybe you were caught off guard. I, I don't know. I. It had to be one of us. Uh, <laughs> See, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. So first thing I'm going to talk about is kind of funny because this I feel like it is affecting you two more than me. Uh, in the world, you guys inhibit. It's Skype. Uh, Skype oh, yeah. has finally <sighs> started hiding IP addresses. Thank yeah. God. Right? So now stuff like swatting will be a lot harder. Sw- yeah, I was going to say like all of the streamers won't get screwed. So exactly. It's a l- I think it's too little too late for a the most bit. part. Yeah. Well, I because mean, because a lot forward. of people have already jumped ship from Skype. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are yeah. they using now? Uh, Discord. Discord. For okay. voice chats. It's for video it's a little bit different, but for the most part people are content to be on um on Discord and just voice chatting. Yeah. Now, do you think the quality on Discord is good? Yes, I think it's the voice very quality good. is very good. Okay, so um, it's not like you were just on there because yeah, Skype and, had well, this you can do you can do something you can't do on Skype, which is balance individual audios. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, like, it's much more controllable. Is it a paid service? No, no. it's free. It's still free. And there's okay. an online app, or you can download it and install it. Either one. Okay. And there well, is fairly is... deep Twitch integration with it. Yeah. So, oh, essentially, yeah, you can actually do... developed for Twitch. Yeah, kind of. You can do Twitch mm-hmm. emotes in Discord. That tells you something. Yeah. Yeah, very, you can sync cool. your Twitch emotes with it. And it hides IP. And it hides yeah, IP. Yeah, I was going to say. Nice. It's on, it's nice. Nice. And it has from the beginning. Okay. Um, well, I mean... I still think it's good that they finally did it. Oh, no, yeah. I totally and, agree. And for video calls, I would say that Skype still has the advantage, but that's literally because Discord hasn't implemented mm-hmm. video calls yet. I don't we think don't, Discord is going I to don't implement think video they, calls. If they do, it's not going to be an emphasized feature. It's going to nope. be a long time. I don't think they will. I think you're right, because they're going to always emphasize you know, their kind of IRC-esque um, voice chatting yeah. ability. Do you think this will get anyone to come back to it? I think that it will bring people back in terms of 
the the video chatting portion of things. Yeah, I think less people. I think people won't leave as readily. But I mean, there's a lot of other stuff that's weird or wrong with Skype, just as a as an application already. That like I always wondered though if the reason why Skype got such a bad rap as far as the quality and that kind of stuff wasn't so much that it was so bad, but because so many people use it that there's more situations where people can report to be bad. It's kind oh, of like just you know sort I mean? of just sort of law of big numbers. Exactly. Yeah. Like there's so many people using it when you mm-hmm. see like a hundred posts online, like, Hey, this screwed up for me. Cause Skype is crap. And Maybe like, call them a call me. Well, that's because thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people are using it. So they have a bigger user base. So therefore that's fair. Although I feel like with, with a lot of applications or operating systems or mm-hmm. whatever, like, I'm, you know, I always like hear about things, yeah. but usually never have an issue with it. I've had a ton of problems with Skype. Okay, that's true. I've, um, I've, I've, as being someone who's used Skype as well, I I do think that it does have its fair share of yeah. issues. I just didn't know if there was any other stuff out there that didn't have those issues. Um, I mean, everything's going to have its issues. Nothing's yeah. going to be absolutely perfect. I feel like there's a sweet spot but, for, for these type of companies. The user base has to be just big enough where they do quality work because mm-hmm. they're making an income, right. so they're able to patch it and make it better. And adding features, but it can't be too big because when it gets too big, it, it's so ballooned that so many people use it that it gets bogged down and yeah. it can't keep up with the demand. Distribution doesn't it, work, and so it just yeah. it kind of balloons too much. So I feel like almost like these companies that are just on the edge, like they're they're successful, but they're not huge yet. Right, <laughs> those usually have the best service. Well, and for the ones that you want really good service with, you're going to just have to pay for it. Yeah, like, there's always that. Yeah. Like I mean, in the end, if you want something that is going to always be good, always be secure, and not have quality pro- problems, mm-hmm. and work on a large scale, you're, you're going to have to pay for it. You're basically going to be paying for a phone line. No one should be surprised that Skype took this long to patch us up because it is owned by Microsoft. So It's yeah. true. Microsoft but, has a habit of taking their good old time to... But you would think that with, I mean, this has been going on for a while now. About it's a just, year. Yeah. It's, it's, it, about a year ago is when the first swatting, like using the the vulnerability in Skype. Has it only really been uh, that? It, it didn't really become a thing. Like yeah, you hear thing. about it every yeah. so often, so, but it didn't so become So for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, there was a vulnerability in Skype where basically even without having to accept a call from somebody, mm-hmm. if they're even if they're not on your friends list, they could initiate a call with you somehow um, through just seeing you in a if group. If they caught your or, username or the, pretty much all yeah. they had to do is get your username or get mm-hmm. your right. number. Basically, they, they then force a handshake between your computer and their computer and then they have your IP address. And right. IP is very important because it is your computer's location on the internet. And mm-hmm. with that, they can do a whole lot of stuff, including uh, what is called DDoSing or when they know the physical location of, uh, I was gonna say, of a device. You can get exactly where they are. You get their physical location in space. Mm-hmm. and you Essentially then, just ping that IP address, and then you can actually figure out where they're at. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it, you can be really precise. And a lot of times your IP address is also tied to other stuff, like if you have a web server or something like that, and you'll be able to like kind of like piece it all together. Exactly. Yeah, and it connects you with other people as well, because not only could you... That was the problem is if you could then hack that person's Skype somehow... That would give you access to their entire contact list and sort of snowball the problem even further. Exactly. So there there were definitely instances where that caused problems for people, uh, including what is now known as swatting. Yep. Um, where people would basically call the cops, claim that there was a hostage or other violent event I was say happening, yeah. uh, and they would force the door down 
And I was going to say, because in these situations, like, it's not possible for the police to verify verify and there's there's no it's taking the threat seriously yeah yeah, there's no oh let's go check and make sure this is happening you have to treat it as if it is happening right so now Um, you have an unknown like a person who has no clue that you know they full fully body armored and i was gonna say gun-toting cops come in yeah with riot gear thinking that the situation is going to be hostile and and very frequently you know the person streaming or whatever is wearing headphones they can't actually i know with just my headphones i can't hear very well so i'm probably i mean i might but i'm probably not going to necessarily hear a bunch of people coming up the stairs yeah and busting i mean i'll hear them bust the door down but right but by then it's too late and you're just like what's going on i was gonna say and and i I, I know there was there was one good example where someone was playing like an fps so their your game was actually had gunshots in it and probably people yelling and and, yeah and it was like i think there were yeah and it was like on speakers and so when you know when the when the guys in riot gear came in they you know yeah. It actually kind of seemed like that's what was what was going on. So these are very dangerous situations. That yeah, like people, I I'm surprised it hasn't ended like with people actually being harmed more. And I think it actually speaks to the control mm-hmm. of the group of the like the SWAT teams that are going in. Yeah, that more people haven't been injured or anything like that in these situations. One thing that I would definitely recommend if you're listening to this and you're concerned about making sure that you are safe with it, um, I know. Uh, Professor Broman and T-Rex, they do a podcast called Streaming 101. Oh, cool. Um, they do it every week or close to every week. Um, and the one they did this past Sunday was on uh, safety. Yeah. Nice. And, and protecting yourself on That's Twitch. That's really cool. So <laughs> go check that out. Dude, there's a podcast for everything. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it really is. It, it, it's it's really pretty neat. cool. A podcast yeah. or a YouTube channel slash video for everything. Mm-hmm. And very frequently, mm-hmm. it's just a matter of like, if someone threatens to swat you or do anything like that, you call the local authorities, like the non-emergency line, and be like, "Hey, just so you know, this is happening. this is my situation. This is what's going on." Uh, I think authorities are getting again; they're becoming more Depending familiar with it. Depending on where you're at and yeah. what, you know, location-wise, yes. Yeah, so I was going to say definitely, more. like in California, like Los Angeles, around yeah. that area. I think they're pretty familiar with the idea now, and it's kind of like, okay, yes, thank you. You know, we'll deal with this exactly. Um, but hopefully, it won't be an issue much longer because of stuff like this yeah uh, hopefully skype actually fixing their vulnerability we'll see uh let's move on to something a little bit more happy uh okay i say happy but i guess it depends on your point of view of these things so google has been working on making a a computer program that will be able to play go and the whole point of that is we had back in the day we had chess go on go on yeah william's out (laughs) i'm well, I'm gone. I'm I'm going. There's the word "go" in it. Ah, I get it. Or I'm a goner, but that's a that's it's a reference not. only to the fact that our acronym spells that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the whole idea is that we've mastered chess. Computers have. So mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. a computer program can beat the best human chess player. Mm-hmm. The, the next frontier. Would be Go because Go is so much more complicated. Is this the final frontier? It's not the final frontier. The final frontier is. Is it the final countdown? Well, it's essentially Skynet. But anyway, (laughs) right. um, So the the whole idea is that we can make a program that can beat the masters at Go. We're that much closer to AI because of the problem solving abilities and the ability to just kind of think. On multiple levels, because Go is not like chess, where you, once you know the rules, you just analyze all the board movements, and you can be like, okay, this is the best move. 
uh, Go, since there's so many varieties of moves, there's like hundreds upon hundreds of moves each turn that are so much more complex, and you can't think all the way through this the game, the, or at least a computer can't. Like, you can't calculate, okay, if I move here, he's going to move here. Blah, 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 blah. Right, you can't see all possible outcomes. That they had actually create this program that had multiple levels of thinking going on. Of abstraction? Uh, yeah. That's cool. And they couldn't go all the way to the end of the game for each move because that's right. just so much I was going to say, yeah, I, I, sort of to give you an idea, I'm actually learning... Um, I can sort of liken it to uh, language yeah. prediction and like just like looking at a sentence and predicting the next word because mm-hmm. that's what word processing has to do yeah. a lot in phones. And just taking like, say you have 10,000 words mm-hmm. and you're trying to predict, you, you know, you have like three word uh, patterns and you're trying to predict the fourth word. That's a huge amount of storage space. Yeah. Just for all of the patterns and all of the possibilities. So this example with Go is like exponentially more complicated. It's 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 mind-boggling just how much the human brain is doing this in the background yeah. when you're playing these type of games because a lot of times when when you ask these grandmasters of Go like, "Hey, why did you make that move?" They'll say it felt right. <laughs> like it's so much computation going on that their brain like they can't actually think through the whole game and be like, oh, this is the best move. This is the smartest move. There's like, no, this move feels right because there's just yeah. too much it, information. It, 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 becomes a, it becomes a gut feeling, which is super weird. Yeah. But <laughs> like even in pretty much in any competitive game you ever play, yeah. like once you reach a certain level... That's instinct. It, it, yeah, yeah you, it becomes you go, second nature. You go, why are you making that move? <laughs> it, would be, it would be like in an FPS because I, I played a lot of Call of Duty at one point. <laughs> I played a lot. A lot of time. And it would be, I would be like, I would go somewhere and to someone who's just starting out, would be like, well, you know, why are you going there? And, you know, if someone asked me that while I was playing, I'd go, well, I think there's probably going to be someone on the other side of that one. Yeah. Most likely there's going to be a person here because and, of the people. You know, and, and, and so it was just like, and or sometimes you'll get the feeling, you'd be like, I think I should move. And sometimes <laughs> you're a little bit late yeah. and you get killed. And you're like, well, okay, I was right. I was about all. Oh. I, I was right, but I'm still dead. <laughs> I'm not um, fast enough. This is why I'm not pro, <laughs> basically. So the, the program is called AlphaGo. AlphaGo. Um, and what it, it hit a big milestone because it played the Don't best player <laughs> in Europe. So the Europe Grandmaster, it, it beat him. Now, he's not the best player in the world. In fact, there's a lot of people above him. In, like, South Korea, for example, there's a couple of, like, masters in South Korea that are just insanely good. So the fact that they beat him, they have now agreed to beat the head, like, the, the best person in the world right now in Go who is in South Korea. They're mm. going to go there in March, and they're going to play him. That's And so that will cool. be kind of, like, the, the moment, be, like, the the grand, you know, like, well, who was I it, Bobby to... Fisher in yeah, the computer yep, program? It, yeah, mm-hmm. that and played Deep Blue. Deep Blue, yeah. Yeah. So that will be kind of, like, that moment for AlphaGo. And this wait, master. Fisher beat Deep Blue, right? It wasn't it, uh, or was it the other way around? Other way around. I don't know. He beat a computer, and then they got better. Yes. And, yeah. So okay. Yeah, Deep Blue was the one that finally did beat. Right. Um, the, the one other abstraction about this whole thing was uh, there's a video that came along with it that the guys at Google did, and they're kind of like explaining this like mm-hmm. it's like a good seven long seven minute long documentary about this whole thing, and what they talked about was that the program is only going twenty moves deep. Because any deeper than twenty moves, it's just so much information. Yeah, it's just mind. Well, it, it, it's literally like it's a number to 
If you think about power. each turn has at least a hundred moves, yeah, and then you have to like if so hundred there, and then you have to think of, if I move here, then there's a hundred other moves mm-hmm. possible. So exactly, it's, you know, kind of like hundred times a hundred times a hundred times a hundred times a hundred. Yeah, so it's yeah, like a, it's crazy. Yeah, exponential growth. Kind of yeah. It'll get you. It's a big bitch. data. <laughs> big data. Big, big numbers. Big data. All right. What do you want to go next? All right. Cool. Well, uh, one little thing that I kind of want to touch on is a minor topic before I get into the actual thing is um, you guys have probably seen this on Reddit and around, but uh, drone racing. I did. I actually was just watching that before. It is like quadcopter racing. I I was actually going to ask you if you saw that before we started. Is this new new thing that's coming around? I don't know how big it's going to be. The the promotional commercial for it was a little over the top. They're like... A little? They're like... They're like... These pilots are going to be the next sports heroes. I'm like, eh, maybe not. But watching the previews for it is really cool. It's so it's mm-hmm. like quadcopters, and the pilots are wearing basically VR headsets mm-hmm. and piloting them in first person. And they're not going that fast. They're going up to 80 miles an hour. Okay, they're going fast. That's fast, yeah. Um, and they're piloting them through... The, the, the promotional thing had it in the... It might have been the Dolphins football stadium. Yes, but basically like arena. piloting them through obstacle courses, three-dimensional mm-hmm. obstacle courses at high speed yeah, in, awesome. in circuit races. And it looks so cool from first person. They have planned six races. Yeah. Uh, the next one, I believe, is going to be in an abandoned L.A. mall. Yeah. And <laughs> it's just like, it is so cool because they, I mean, they didn't just show them ma- getting, you know, getting through the courses uh you know, flawlessly. You know, they show them like hitting things. I think there hitting was each other. one where it like goes outside slightly uh-huh. and like just you saw it and a truck went by and it just like it <laughs> it, it sort of sucked the drone in and just trashed it. Um and it, it's really amazing. Apparently they only get like five minutes of sustained flight because they're pushing them so hard. Well I imagine but, um, yeah. the batteries are very tiny. You have to be light. Yeah. They are moving very quickly. They're pushing out a lot of energy to get those propellers and, and, to spin. And changing directions and going around corners, it's it's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to watch it that's uh, so full pe- on. Yeah, the, people the the promo said this is Twitch meets F1. It, like, eh, it okay. kind of is. Yeah. Like, well, one cool aspect of this is like you're talking about the first person aspect of it. Because since you have mm-hmm. the pilots using the headsets, you can just feed into their feed, essentially, and be mm. able to see first person for Actually, every single drone. It, it's a little bit different. So there's two feeds. There's an okay. HD feed and an analog feed because of lag. Oh, so there's so an the, analog the feed. The analog feed is 10 to 20 milliseconds of lag, whereas the HD is absolutely horrible. Okay, so no, that makes perfect sense. They're working on making more of a a, a better quality, like mm-hmm. 480p for the pilots to, you know, so that they can see a little bit better, probably. Like, the fidelity yeah, can't be that but great. I think the lag is more important than fidelity at this point. No, but that's what I mean. They're working yeah. on higher fidelity with the same low lag. So, I would imagine, though, that also makes it, well, it's, okay. I was going to say, it makes it so the, the drones to be heavier. Because yeah. they have uh, not, to have the other camera on them? Not necessarily. No, they, they have the HD camera. Like, that camera is fine, but they're transmitting it at a lower quality. Okay. But the transmitters okay. might be heavier. Uh, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. But I, I just think it's super cool. It kind of, like, it just makes the nerd in me. Like, no, no, it's, it's essentially um, battle bots, but with cause, drones. Because I've watched, uh, like, plane, you know, uh-huh. fixed-wing plane racing. Uh-huh. And that is amazing. Mm-hmm. What the pilots do at high G yeah. and the acrobatics that they're doing to go through the gates is insane. I um, I expect 
one of the first things we're going to see is a Quidditch style. People are like, this is the closest thing I'll get to Quidditch. And then somebody went, without this and this without, and this and yeah. this and I, this I, and nothing. All I meant by this was the rings. They better set them up in like the, you know, the same style. Oh, <laughs> that would posts. be cool. Well, they do have, they, they seem to be going for some gimmicks too. They've that, got like huh? flaming huh? rings of, you know, there like. You and, flaming and, ring of and they death. have like glass tubes that they crash through or something. It's really. I think that weird. was just for the promotional I thing. think so it too. Might be. Yeah, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah, spice it, it up a little bit. I have to get our little quadcopter that Curb gave yes, us. Yes, I have friend, to get that flying. We need AAA batteries. Our friend Jack gave us a, a, a little quadcopter. Quad quad. Did we talk about the the registration for the uh, Yes, we, it's drones? come up before. Oh, okay. but uh, that is something, yeah. Uh, if you fly a drone, you have to get it registered with like the FAA. Yep, it's like um, a little fee to get it registered. It has your own number on it, but yep. there's some issues with it because of the security because you could go on there and you can kind of scrape all that data and get everyone's phone numbers and names because it's just a it's like a social security number almost but it's not a like secure great area the whole Super point of good. it is that you should be able like if you found a drone you should yeah you should be, be able to type like, in that number take me home and it will tell oh, you who be, that it goes would be really to. cool if all drones had something in their firmware where like <laughs> push a button you could charge it up <laughs> And if it was within a certain range, go you could home, say, Fido. yeah, just be, go home, and it would map home. And then, yeah, that's, that, would be, that would be really interesting. Or, like, Beep. instead of, like, you know, like, find my Mac or something, you could just, like, you could be like, where is, where is my drone? Okay, find my drone. fly to the nearest location to me. And you could, like, set, you know, like, dead drops. Batman had this with the Batmobile all the way back in the yeah, exactly. 1989. And, and you could set, like, okay, you know, meet me in this park. It's true. But and anyway, that's neither here nor there. Just now. saying, we're not Batman though. <laughs> yeah, yet. Yes. not yet. Anyway, so actual topics. Actual um, topics. Yeah. So, um, oil with better oil. Better oil. That better is to oil. say, in our in in our cars, we should oil better. So it turns out that despite having pretty good lubrication from oil, mm. cars lose a, you have to spend like ten to fifteen percent of their energy uh, from the gasoline burning on overcoming friction. Makes sense. Okay. Right? Yeah. Because it, it, you know, it's heavy. It's hard to get moving. Friction so is tough. So reducing friction is good. It saves gasoline. It's better. It's ultimately better for the environment because we're burning less gasoline. It's true. Um, so small stop. stop yeah. Co- coming yeah. up with ways to reduce friction is good. And it turns out that um, you can't just add like uh, lube. Well, yeah, you can't. You can't just add Come on, you like were basically like carbon fiber or whatever. Like you can't just add the miracle substance to oil to make it better. Like, okay. Carbon fiber makes everything better, though. Well, yeah, we no, learned this because it turns out like when you add or carbon nanotubes, at least <laughs> certain materials that are supposed to promote higher lubrication, uh-huh. um, they clump. Like they, 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 the 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 material clumps together and actually reduces efficiency. So it and, does exactly the opposite. And you can to add uh, another material called a surfactant, mm-hmm. which is intended to disperse or promote dispersion of the of the material. That's a word. But even that isn't that great because it, like, you need to get a sweet spot, and it's over tough. time it wears down. It's tough. So what I'm guessing is there's a solution to this. William. There is a solution to this, Rob, and that is a crumpled. Uh, is a crumpled. Uh, Graphene balls. I was close. Yeah, graphene. Basic. That's the next one. Yeah. yeah. And basically, well, that, 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 or sorry, that's what I meant earlier. You can't put like graphene balls, just like round okay. graphene balls into the oil and have it work. It doesn't work that way. But if you crumple them, uh-huh. 
like so a piece in, of paper. Actually, precisely. Um, <laughs> okay. That, that is actually the analogy. So think about a piece of paper. Uh-huh. And I will make a ball out of it and throw it at Josh's yeah, head. Cr- crumple it. And Jerk. If, you, if you think about it, you might remember, like, if you throw it, it's sort of like skids across the ground. It, like, it doesn't just, like, stand. It doesn't stop. It actually kind of acts sort of like it's less affected by friction. That's because it is. Because it is. And this is precisely what they're doing with the graphene balls. Okay. Um, basically, if you... I don't exactly know how it works, but if you dry fine droplets of water uh, on a graphene sheet, mm-hmm. it will crumple, like, the, the surface tension, maybe, basically crumples the graphene... I'm going to think that it's like your fingertips when you've been in the, the bath too long. Yeah, sure. That makes not? sense, yeah. But basically, it, it the drying process <laughs> creates these graphene balls mm-hmm. that can then be added to the oil, mm-hmm. which acts as a, an improvement on, on the lubrication by about... 15%. And I would assume the reason why this works better than just making a ball of graphene is well, because yeah, exactly. that would be denser it, it, and that well, would actually it, cause the clumping? It changes the surface area properties of it. Basically, yeah. there are, it, it can't, yeah, it can't uh, mesh together as easily and it bounces off and skids across. Well, because that's um, one analogy that, that the whole crumpling a piece of paper thing doesn't really work with is the, you crumple a piece of paper, but if you also had a piece of wood that was completely circular and you put them both on the ground, I'm pretty sure oh. that circular, that piece of wood or whatever the material is would probably go farther than a crumpled piece of paper. Uh, yeah. I mean, that would, it would roll, but we're talking about what, we, what we're focusing on and is... it's coefficient of friction. Yeah. Yeah, what we're looking at more is so. the uh, the ability of the crumpled balls to sort of like skid past things. Gotcha. Or, or I didn't know if it was not more the fact that the volume of it was less. Or... No. Okay. Um, it, it's, it's just changing the surface of okay. it. And in fact, it actually has another property because it's got it's crumpled. Mm-hmm. It has higher surface area, which means it can be used okay. to disperse uh, other materials like anti-rust agents, oh, or something okay. like that, yeah. which is even better. So it's kind of like this. Once again, graphene is a wonder material that solves all of our problems, <laughs> fix all the things. Yeah, which is is, is super cool. And I, I just I, I like you know neat solutions like this cool. that sort of. Oh, it ticks literally every you know yeah. checkbox that we need, and I they didn't say anything about like commercial. Uh, yeah, they never uh, do. Imp, you, know, <laughs> you know, when is this going to happen? Whatever, but it, I'm sure it'll be implemented soon. Eventually, it, eventually, Hopefully, by the time um, it gets a or, you know made perfect, we will be moving on to other sources of renewable energy. Yeah. And what are you moving on to, William? I'm moving on to something that I've discussed in the past. Mm-hmm. Then, then why are we talking about it again? Well, because the... It's it's a little bit of a twist. It's a, twist. It's a monkey twist. Of course it's a monkey it's twist. It's a monkey twist. So the first... Well, Stupid purportedly, monkey. the first successful... Actually, it might not be the first successful, but... A successful monkey head transplant right. has been performed. Yes, and actually, no, I did this, hear about this. This was done back in the 70s once, actually. Okay. The, it, the monkey died after several hours because its body rejected the head. Wouldn't that break? Wouldn't that break? It broke. It broke. After like nine days or something like that. But, so this is... um uh, that Aladdin reference. Dr. Yeah. Canavero, who is... It broke. It broke. It broke. Who is the guy who is going to be doing the human head yeah, transplant? I thought we talked about a human yeah, head this, transplant. The, yeah, Did it exactly. happen? No, it's going to. It's going to happen. It's coming. Okay. When will then be now? Soon. Thank you. But first, they had to but do. But first, there's monkeys. The monkey trial. Yeah. But, um, the, when in doubt, monkeys first. So they, you know, they say, you know, successful 
there were no neurological damage issues. Okay. Again, this is all purported because they haven't released any of the video or they haven't know, things produced like that. the monkey yet. Yeah. Well, the monkey's dead. Um, Son of a bitch. Because basically they were like, okay. what? That's the the difference in success. Well, no. Basically what happened was they they did the transplant. Yes, they killed the monkey. It wasn't natural. We had to kill it. For ethical reasons. (laughs) They didn't really go too much into it. I don't know exactly what it was about. I'm guessing they didn't want the monkey to eventually go crazy. Probably. Like, you know, are there... This doesn't seem successful. That's the thing. That's what a lot of people are going... We haven't seen the video and, like, it's not a monkey monkey. running around, so... (laughs) Did you actually, you know, we'd, we'd like to get some findings on it. And it seems kind of like science for propaganda. Right. Because, yeah. uh, because they also talk about, well, we need a lot of money for the uh, surgeons. This was for the investors. For, yeah. And, and we're also trying to get uh, Mark Zuckerberg yeah. to help fund this. And it's oh, like, of course we what? are. Yeah, exactly. Well, he's got a lot of money. He does. And he's kind of crazy. And Facebook, he doesn't want to keep heads, all of his money. Faces, it's true. Stop it. Yeah. I was trying mm. to make an analogy here. Face mm. off came to mind. You were trying to make connections that trading weren't there, faces. and I'm kind trading of sad faces. at you. That's yeah. the new show on HGTV. Mm. Boo. Boo. <laughs> you should see what's on HGTV. Don't also, boo. So, yeah, the monkey head so, Yeah, so there's kind not. of some controversy going on around it. But, yeah, but it's the kind of thing where it's like, if it's real, neat. But you would think if it was it real, real neat, though, they would be what? We'll find out. I, yeah, I don't know. You would think they would be a lot more exuberant in showing the results if it was Look, real. Look, here's the monkey as it runs around, or at least you know, swinging from waves. tree to tree as a monkey does, <laughs> or like expressing itself coherently. Yeah, it gives yeah. a little thumbs up. <laughs> They had to teach it thumbs up before it went under. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, teach it. because it, it, it did a brain or a head transfer. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, coordinating a foreign body exactly. into a thumbs up. These are my fingers. Exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, this is, not the, <laughs> the, this is not the brain I know. <laughs> These are not the limbs I know. That's not my leg. Yeah. Stop that. What is my tail doing? <laughs> but yeah. My like, tail? <laughs> so so it's, it's interesting. It's kind of like... A hope. A hope. A hope. Um, and it, it's kind of like the... It's almost like a reminder to keep paying attention because I, I still... Like, I'm going to keep paying attention to the head transplant if, when it happens and see what ha- You know, how this that goes. This makes me have my doubts, though. I, yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a, a trailer to a movie and you realize that it's Wait maybe not as cool as it's actually going to be. This is a romantic comedy. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Except <laughs> in this case, off. it's a yeah. It's it's a. Head I don't transplant. want on this ride anymore. I'm so, done. We'll see. Um, uh, fair enough. Fair but enough. you know, monkey head transplant. All right. Well, to kind of go along with your first topic, I'm also going to talk really? about fuel. Oh, okay. But Is, are ta- you going to be talking about Metallica? I'm going to be talking about ethanol. Breathe oh. with me. That's not Metallica. No. Um, I'm going to talk about a study that was led by G.K. Uh, Saraya uh, Prakash who is a chemistry professor at the University of Southern California, and Nobel laureate George Ola, who is a professor at uh, the University of Southern California as well. Um, and what they have done is they've produced a paper about converting uh, dem- uh, captured air from uh, the atmosphere okay. um, and taking carbon dioxide and converting it directly into methanol. So making essentially fuel out of exactly. the thin air? Exactly. That's cool. 
This has a couple of benefits. Uh, I would assume. One, <laughs> it is producing methanol, which is a base component of a lot of stuff, um, in particular plastics. Okay. Um, and fuel in general, because you can eventually we're going to try and do more with ethanol in terms of fuel. Um, and it obviously is removing carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. So one of those applications right there that you just said just really got me excited. So you're saying plastics, they could make plastics out of thin air. Pretty much. They could have 3D printers that we could have replicators. Yes. Essentially, you just you don't have to feed the plastic in there. You just make beep, yes. boop, beep, boop, and it sucks in air, and it produces plastic exactly. thingies. So this has been something that they've been working like on for a printer. while. So the fact that they're actually able to do this is not new. Oh. Okay. Right. I, and I, I think a while back, I... We might even have talked, talked about, about it. well, like a, it was something that it, it was a, it was like a plant that would extract oh, yeah, carbon dioxide yeah, and yeah, do yeah. something with it, but right. it wasn't like it wasn't meant for this precisely. Yeah, gotcha. the example that they give in the article is that you can treat CO two uh, with hydrogen gas H two mm. uh, to produce methanol, methane, or formic acid. That one sounds more dangerous. That one does, um, and you can then go from there to do fuels and and, and things like that. Um, and the big problem that we were having is there wasn't a catalyst that could actually make this happen quickly. Okay. Um, so what they have been doing is they've been working on a way to actually get that to happen so that it can actually work more effectively. Um, the, let me find this one really quick. Um, the problem is these reactions require pretty high temperatures. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately the heat often causes the catalyst to decompose, kind of breaks Uh, apart. Yes. So what they're trying to do is... Um, they have found a catalyst that is uh, based on a metal, uh, I'm going to screw this up, uh, ruthenium. No, that sounds perfectly right. Yeah. Actually. R- R- ruthenium. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That, that seems legit. I'm Thank probably you. named by, after someone named Ruth. Most likely. Um, <laughs> it was which mother. can be used at high temperature. We're gonna, um, and it's an incredibly stable um, metal, so it can be reused over and over uh, for this kind of production. Um, and they're going to try and bring down... Uh, the temperature that they have to do this at over time as well. Um, They were able to find that up to 79% of the CO2 that they captured from the air was able to be converted into methanol. So that's That's a pretty good ratio there. Exactly. Um, The way that it works is it's initially, I guess, mixed with water. Okay. And then they can use through distillation, uh, they can actually extract the the methane from from the water. It was named after Russia. I, I like my theory that it was named after the guy's mom. Well, well, it was named, named after his homeland, the Russian Empire. So his mother, mother Russia. Russia. All right, and, fair enough. I'll take and, it. And, with it. I'll take and, it. Um, I win. The the big thing that they want to try and do is they want to basically come up with a quote unquote carbon cycle. Okay. Kind of like you know the water cycle, except with carbon okay. dioxide. Where it goes into the air, it is then brought back, recycled into these other things, and so on and so on and so forth. Um, God, another cycle to learn in school. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Buckle up, kids. Um, the, the kind of the wrap-up quote to go with it is uh, from uh, Prakash, which was, We will continue the studies to develop more robust catalysts that work around 100 to 120 degrees Celsius. We would like to perform the chemistry in a preparatively useful way, Wherein there are no solvent or uh, regent losses. No solvent. Okay, so it'd be so it's just so, complete transfer. Yeah, complete. Wow. So no waste. I guess. That's yeah. So they want to get. They want to get rid of that twenty-one percent. Huh. Interesting. We we are the twenty-one percent. Sure. Sure. They want to get rid of them. 
Yeah. Dang. Sponge out the twenty one percent. So there's uh some new stuff coming down the down the pipeline it seems. Sweet. I'm I mean, excited about it. So many of these things we we talk about on the show about like all these new developments and in, in energy and just like God, if you go, I was gonna say it. if you yes. go just on our show tomorrow we should have like one hundred percent renewable energy. Yeah, right. No like zero CO two <laughs> emissions and living on Mars. It's just like, like buy our show. That's what this is. Yeah. The the, the scalability of all these technologies we, we, so we are bad. Really inaccurately optimistic. <laughs> Very true. Um so the other topic I'm gonna talk about is Mighty Number no. Nine. Which not, not Josh, Mighty Mouse No, not Mighty Mouse. Uh, which Josh had forgotten about. We had talked about it, I think, a little bit before. Yep. Mighty Number no. 9 is like to District fair, 9 meets Mighty Mouse. No. Mighty Number no. 9 does not sound very memorable. To me, it's like, it sounds like a cartoon that might have seen before. It pretty yeah, much is. Kind of. Okay, so what is Mighty Number no. 9? Mighty Number no. 9 is the spiritual successor to Mega Man. It is. is it? Oh, okay. It was the game that was uh, kickstarted. Uh, and since then, it has been pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. You backed this game. I did not back this you game. You didn't back this one? No. Okay. I thought we talked I, about this one in the podcast a long time ago. We might have, but I did not actually back it, which is great. I'm okay with that because <laughs> now it's... Once again. Being pushed back. Pushed back. Um, it, it, it's really unfortunate because I guess this one, I guess was supposed to be released in like two weeks originally. And then like, oh yeah, no, we have to push it back even further with the the problem being online play, I guess. That was oh, what they oh, cited right. this time around. Yeah. yeah. First of all, if it's a spiritual successor, successor to, to Mega, Man. Mega Man, it doesn't freaking need online play. I agree. I agree. Right. Um, whatever. And the the article that I'm, that I'm kind of pulling this from is an article on Destructoid um, where... They're talking about what went wrong with this one, yeah, and and why this is a problem for future Kickstarters and what future Kickstarters should learn from this. Um, and the big problem that they're saying in this, and I, and I agree with it, is they overpromised. There were too many things that were goals that were incentives for people That's the to thing actually with these donate. Kickstarters is that they always have these milestones, like if we hit this goal, we'll add this. If we right. hit this goal, we'll add this. Until they hit all these goals, and they're like, "Crap, we have to develop all this crap," and it makes it balloons the time you you need so much. Right, uh, it's just ridiculous that that's the way it should be. I f- I feel like I wish there was a Kickstarter where it's just simply we need to hit this goal. If we hit this goal, we'll make the game. If we get over this goal, you, you're you just buying the game at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, who cares? So, to give you an idea, there are multiple pre-order bonuses, a physical box edition, crossover events with other games, four extra levels, two regular stages, an intro level, and another end stage, new game plus, turbo mode, a making of documentary, a boss rush, challenge mode, online co-op, support character, uh, online boss race, an optional retro uh, soundtrack, and yeah, Holy there's more. Crap. Well, yeah, and that's because they were so successful. They had to come come up with new things, and they're just throwing yeah. things at the wall. There's like, hey, we'll add this, and we'll add this. We'll keep on giving us money. Which, un- yeah, keep which on unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, as you've said, pushes back the, you know, the 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 date of release because you can't meet. You know, yes, you have the money to do it, but you don't have money. Isn't everything when it comes to game? Just be, right. yeah, just because you have the money and can pay the people to do the work doesn't mean that you can keep the same timeline. Right. And the example that they used of a company doing it the correct way, and I agree with it, was Yacht Club Games with Shovel Knight. 
Yes. The way that they did it is they did push back release a little bit, but they were very transparent about it, and they had a hard release date, and they said, this is not the final version of the game. We are going to be rolling out more stuff periodically to go Mm -hmm. along with this to go ahead and fulfill our promise, but we want to get the game in your hands. So they've done really, really great stuff with it. They uh, have done... um, the Plague Knight DLC, which yep. is absolutely fantastic. There was a special level that was made specifically for the uh, the Kickstarter uh, backers to like really honor the ones that uh, paid at a certain level. Um, and they've just continued to do awesome, awesome stuff. Um, there's even more that's coming out later that for I'm Knight, yeah. I'm really excited for for Shovel Knight and and Yakalo Games. Just overall has been very in touch with its community and very active with its community. I'm a little biased, but I think they've done a great job. Here's a question. Do you think maybe Kickstarted games might be a crowd, or crowdfunding games in general, not just Kickstarter, but crowdfunding games might be where DLC makes the most sense? Yes. Each one of your stretch goals is a DLC package? I agree with that. I think that... Yeah, that kind of makes... It's the only time I've ever seen DLC sound good. (laughs) Fund the base game. Yes. If you fund the base game, that's awesome. Everything else is DLC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or in, in in the in the idea of a like the soundtrack, mm-hmm. I would consider that DLC. Yeah. It, it, soundtracks that's uh, extra stuff. It's, it's hard to say online play is DLC though. That's I, I that, agree. That, that is you, a base you, feature. Because a lot of I was gonna say you have to bake that into the game. Not necessarily. Though. I mean, a if lot you of think times. about like uh, for example, Grand Theft Auto. Their their online play did not come out the same day as that's the true. Game. It's that's true. I I guess what I'm wondering is not necessarily that it didn't come out, mm-hmm. but how you know you have to make the game compatible with online play sort uh, of from the beginning. You have to have the hooks in there. You exactly. Have to yeah. have the you know the basics hooks. The architecture. There, but you yeah. don't need to necessarily have that. That's fair. Out. That's fair. Yeah. So I just think that I'm, I'm disappointed that Mighty Number no. Nine is being pushed back because it looked like it was going to be a lot of fun. And it still probably will be. And it probably will be. I'm sure. Uh, at some point, though, you got to wonder if it's with so many setbacks, uh, people move on for the yeah. project. Mm-hmm. The money dries up. I mean, yep. You're talking even well, they you, made a you lot saw of money with uh, Schaefer, Tim Schaefer, yeah. and uh, Double Fine. They had to keep asking for more and more money for it, one of their Kickstarter games mm-hmm. because the longer it takes to do it the more you have to pay the people for mm-hmm. their time. Yeah. And so it's and not more like... more you have to rent the office space. Say, the more space like, there's a lot of overhead. Time erodes money <laughs> when mm-hmm. it comes to a company. That, that The idea that time is money is definitely true. Yeah. And yeah. when you overpromise, you need more time. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a reason why Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed come out every year and they're not that great is because... It doesn't matter how much money you throw at these games. There's literally only so much work you can do in yeah. 365 days. Exactly. So money has even nothing to do with it. with separate development companies working on it, but yeah. Yeah, even staggered yeah. separate development companies. That can sometimes make it harder. Yeah. Um, so just lessons learned with crowdfunded games. You kind of have to be careful what you back. Mm-hmm. And it is a crapshoot. Well, I mean, I, I, I guess that is something you, yeah, you sign up for. And I knew that going in when I backed ukulele. Yeah. Because I'm like, all right, this is going to be something that's going to take a long time. I'm not going to get this in a while. So do we know if they're on schedule? Ukulele, I have not heard any... It's been quiet. that they're not. They release updates periodically saying, hey, we've hired more people. Hey, we're doing this. I'm still excited. This is where we are. I'm still very excited for it. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I hope it comes out because that looked awesome. But so did... It'll come out. Mighty number nine looked awesome too. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. 
We will definitely we see. Well, see. thanks for joining, gentlemen. Uh, mm-hmm. Josh, thanks for actually being here in person. Yeah. Wonderful seeing you. No snow. I'm Great. glad that you didn't uh, fall, you know, be like, oh, it's kind of damp outside. Next podcast, I should be moved into my new house. I was Sweet. about to say, how's the move going? Um, we didn't it's actually looming. Ask. It's looming. It's looming uh, on the horizon. Okay. It's, okay. it's literally a Tuesday, so yeah. it's less than a week away, and I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so much stuff to do. All right. Well, good luck with that. Indeed. And keep us posted. We'll go from there. Yeah. All right. GG, everyone. GG, guys. Good, good.